Our vibes speak louder than our words. Period. Straight to the point. That's it. And isn't that freaking awesome? (laughs) Your actions speak louder than your words. And I'm here to just bring that in and let it really sink in for you today. Your vibes speak louder than your words. Hey friend, you're listening to the Cup of Chels podcast and I'm your host, Chelsea Holden. You can think of this like your weekly coffee catch up with your best friend and spiritual running buddy who just so happens to be your life coach. Each week, I'll share inspiring tools and techniques for spiritual growth and self-development mixed with personal stories from my own journey and awakening. Between podcasting, life coaching, speaking, and writing, I'm laying it all out on the table. Seriously, I'm an open book, and I believe that it's the sharing of our stories that truly connects us. And in these connections, we are reminded of our truth, which is we are deeply loved and supported. And it's my mission in life to do just that. And because I'm forever curious about others, their practices, what tools they're using, their own journey, I'll be bringing on some kick-ass guests for thought-provoking conversations you definitely don't want to miss. So be sure to hit that subscribe button. Now, if you're ready to transform and co-create the life of your dreams, then you're in the right spot. Now, grab a cup of coffee and get me one while you're at it. Let's get comfy and dive into today's show. Welcome back. Yay, we're back for another episode. And we are continuing on with part two 40 lessons in 40 years. I'm so excited to pick up where we left off. And thank you so much for joining me. If you are chiming into this podcast, either on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to me, be sure to check out my YouTube channel as well. I'll put the link in the show notes because you can sit here like we're having a cup of coffee together and just chime along, watch, take notes, whatever it is you need to do. Otherwise, let's get into the show. I'm so excited. So last week, part one, we hit the first 11 lessons, 40 lessons. And these are lessons that I have just learned and carried with me over these 40 years. A lot of these lessons have really come into my life just in the last year, two years, six months. It's crazy. Some of these lessons are on repeat. I have an eyelash or a hair in my eye. One sec. (laughs) Some of these lessons are on repeat from last year. Last year, if you've been a longtime follower of the Cup of Chels podcast, then you know last birthday I did 39 lessons in 39 years. So this time around we're doing 40 lessons. So some of these are repeats and that's just life. As I said in part one, lessons will always be there. They come back around and sometimes until we are fully embodied in knowing this to be true, those lessons will just keep repeating because that's what life is. It's all about learning. It's all about growing and evolving. 
So let's keep on track. Lesson number 12. And again, my eyelash, y'all, if you're watching the YouTube video, I love you. Real life. <laughs> Lesson number 12. Our vibes speak louder than our words. Period. Straight to the point. That's it. And isn't that freaking awesome? <laughs> I love this saying so much. And I know that you've probably heard it before. Your vibes speak louder than your words. Your actions speak louder than your words. And I'm here to just bring that in and let it really sink in for you today. Your vibes speak louder than your words. So it really doesn't matter what you say. It's how you carry yourself. It's the energy that you put out into the world. It's your literal vibration, your energetic vibration that goes out into the world, that touches others, that leaves an impact. And if we don't have that in check, what is it that you're speaking to others? Think about that. Knowing that our vibes speak louder than our words. I want you to take a minute and just be with me real quick. You can probably hear Marley's jingles on her on her collar. But just take a minute and just be with me. What do you feel? As you listen, as you watch, what comes through for you? What vibes do you get from me? Do you feel? My prayer is that it's love above all else. That maybe you feel some peace. Maybe you feel calm. Maybe you feel excited. Maybe when you hit play on this podcast, Some empowerment comes through for you. Inspiration, motivation. Because it truly doesn't matter what I say. It's the way that I say it. It's how I transmute the messages to you. I open myself up to be a channel for whatever messages need to come through. I open myself up to transmute those vibes and that energy of love and of support and of inspiration and hope and joy and peace and calm. I feel those things every day. And my prayer is that it radiates out to you and that you feel it too and you pick up on it. So pay attention. Pay attention to the vibes that you feel from others. Pay attention to your own energy. 
to how you feel moment to moment. When you go out into into public, when you go to a party, when you go to a show, when you're in front of clients, think about the energy that you're carrying with yourself. People will pick up on the energy first. They'll pick up on it always, even if they consciously aren't aware of it. They'll sense. They know. Because as I said in part one, we're more powerful than we think. And if you can tune into your own energy and the vibration that you're transmuting out into the world, think about what you're either magnetizing towards you, meaning what you're attracting to you, or what you're repelling. Because it can go either way. Your vibes speak louder than your words. Lesson number 13. This is a big one. This is a big one and this is one that will continually come back for me on the daily. Casting judgment doesn't serve you, doesn't serve me, and it doesn't serve the subject of your judgment. This is easier said than done, I know. Because of all of our conditioning from birth, because of who we surround ourselves with, the conversations that we have, the messages that we're receiving with regards to what we're consuming on a daily basis, whether it be social media, the news, TV, Netflix, books that we're reading, podcasts that we listen to. All of this conditioning can make us believe that our way is the right way, and then we can cast judgment out on others for the way that they choose to live their life. And I touched a little bit on this in one of the other lessons. If you haven't listened to part one, I suggest that you do that. You can do that after this episode or pause me now, go listen to that, come back to this one, whatever you want to do. Casting judgment is only going to hurt you and hurt the other person. As I mentioned in last week's show, There are dual realities that exist. Living in that duality is how we create a balanced life. And judging others for the way that they choose to be or choose to live for the actions that they take or don't take. You're just wasting your precious energy, honestly. You're wasting your energy. You're wasting your time. So just don't do it as best you can, as best you can. You know, part of um, the book that I talk about all the time, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, game changer book. If you haven't read it, please read it. But we, he talks about our words being powerful 
And I believe that our words and judgment go hand in hand, whether we're saying those words out loud, whether we are vibrationally putting that judgment out there. It's like spreading poison. Think about that. It's like spreading poison. And also think about what it feels like for you when someone casts judgment on yourself. So do your best. It's another four agreement. Always do your best. Your best is going to look different every day, moment to moment. So do your best to not cast judgment. Save that energy. Instead, cast love. Which brings us beautifully into number 14, lesson number 14. Choose to see through the lens of love. I recently had a conversation with a client of mine. She's in a situation where somebody from her past that she's choosing to forgive has started coming back into her life. And this is what I told her. We can choose to see that person through the lens of love for the first time again. Each moment, we get the opportunity. We have the power to see things new again, to see things through the lens of love. And if you can remember this, then it's so much easier to not cast judgment on others. Choose to see yourself through the lens of love. Love is all there is. Love is the only real thing. Choose to see through the lens of love. Choose to see people and opportunity and experiences and places for the first time. Think about that. I just imagine a little kid on Christmas or a child going to a new place for the first time. And the expansiveness in their expression, the the way that they light up, the joy, the pure joy in their heart, the excitement that they must be feeling because they're seeing it with love. They're excited. They're so stoked about life in those moments. And we get to feel that anytime we choose to. Choose to see. You have a choice. You have a choice in everything that you do. You have a choice in every thought that you think. You have a choice in the words that you speak. You have a choice in how you live your life and how you choose to perceive things and how you react to things. Choose love above all else and you will never go wrong. Number 14. I'm sorry, that was number 14. Number 15. When we live in worry, we are without faith. When we live in worry, we are without faith. Let that sink in. 
If you are choosing to worry about things, to worry about people, to worry about circumstances, in your worry, you're without faith. In your worry, you are trying to control everything. We're not made to. Faith, living in faith, is living with knowing that everything is happening for your highest good. Having faith means that you don't worry. Look at the birds and the animals around us, the trees, nature itself doesn't worry. trusts. It has faith. To live in worry is to live without faith. Which way do you want to live? Again, it's a choice. Lesson number 16. Life is about living in harmony with the healthy feminine and the healthy masculine energies. And I touched a little on this last week. This is one subject that I love to talk about, and it's one lesson that I am so grateful for. Healthy feminine energy is nurturing. It is loving. It is receiving. It is calm and flowy and creative and peaceful. And a healthy masculine energy is supportive. It is giving. It is structured. It's the doing. It's the taking aligned action. When it comes to life and when it comes to business, this harmony alone makes everything so much easier. Without one or the other, it becomes difficult. And as a society, especially here in America, it's all about the American dream and really going for it and the hustle mentality. I'm here to say bullshit, (laughs) truly. It's about living in harmony with the doing and with the resting, with the structure and with the flow. It's important to have structure in our life, to have organization, to have systems in place for our life and for our business. As entrepreneurs, you know that. And it's equally as important to let room, to let there be room for creativity and for magic. And that's that feminine energy. To allow room for flow. I encourage you to tap more into this, to notice when you are go, go, going, and if you're starting to feel frustrated and burnt out. Because the unhealthy side of these, the unhealthy masculine is going to be that hustle, that burnout. 
because you're constantly on and constantly going. And the unhealthy feminine is over giving. Yes, it's nurturing, but if you're not even nurturing yourself, it's not going to work. And just to be clear, feminine and masculine energies has nothing to do with gender. We all have these energies. We all possess them. So this isn't about gender or how you choose to call yourself, how you identify. It's truly just about the energy itself. You can also think of it as the yin and yang as well. Which brings us to lesson number 17. Everything is energy. This one's a little bit of a mind, for lack of a better word, a mind fuck for me when I think about like everything being energy, like this reality is energy, like the camera that I'm looking in, it's all energy. We're not going to go there. It's a little deep, (laughs) but really everything is energy around us. So that's why in part one, I was talking about, you know, having this emotional intelligence, our energy is motion. Our, excuse me, our emotions are energy in motion. So recognizing that everything is energy can help you tap into this. Just like how we started this episode, right? Our vibes speak louder than our words. Everything is energy. Learning to tune to the energy is such a great skill and great tool And everybody can do it. Everybody can do it. So it's really cool. It's really cool to think about that. Number 18. Abundance is more than money. And abundance is all around. A lot of times, especially in this line of work, when people hear the word abundance, we think of money, 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 right? You know, that's just... Our nature as a society, the American dream again, you know, money is a great tool. It gets us a lot of things. It helps us achieve a lot of our dreams, but abundance is more than money. Abundance is this overflow of, of love, this overflow of support, this overflow of money, but abundance is everywhere. Think about where in your life you feel abundant. Is it with friends? Maybe you travel a lot. Maybe you are abundantly creative. Abundance is more than money. And abundance is all around. And when I think of abundance, instantly I always think of nature. Mama Gaia, Mother Earth, yes. Which brings me to lesson number 19. Nature is the best medicine. Period. Nature is the best medicine. To be able to get out in nature is how we ground. It's how we get out of our heads. Because my God, how much do we overthink about shit? Getting in nature, surrounding yourself with Mother Earth, 
it is so healing. It is the best medicine. Nature gives us our, our fruits and our veggies and our medicinals, plant medicine. Getting out in nature, going to the mountains fuels my soul. Being near water ugh, is like the best therapy. Do yourself a favor and get outside more. Get outside. Get out of your box. Get away from the box on where you are watching me right now or listening to me right now. Get outside. Connect. Connect with nature. And in doing that, you connect back to yourself. Get away from all the man-made shit best medicine you can give yourself. Number 20, all the answers that you're seeking, they already live within you. All of the answers that we need and that we are seeking, they already live and exist within us. If you know it to be true, as I mentioned in part one, that the source that created everything lives within us, the source that has all of the answers and the creative possibilities, the limitless opportunities, that same source lives within us, that same source holds all those answers, then they're already here. We are connected to that already. It's just a matter of tapping in, of unlearning things and tuning in to what we know to be true for ourselves. And the answers are right there. You are more powerful than you think. Taking time to slow down and tap in, those answers will slowly start to reveal themselves over time. They're already here. They're already within you. Number 21. Self-care is the best thing you can do for others. Self-care, self-love. First of all, it's more than just on Sundays. It's more than just once in a blue moon. It's more than just going to get a massage or a mani-pedi, whatever you might think self-care is. Self-care is about caring for you first and foremost. Self-care is selfish and being selfish is a damn good thing. If you are not taking care of yourself, you cannot care for others. So you're not doing anybody any favors. I'm not doing anybody any favors by pouring out and pouring out and pouring out and pouring out and giving and giving and not taking care of myself and not filling my cup first. You can't pour from an empty vessel. So be selfish. It's the best thing you can do for you. It's the best thing you can do for anybody else. And I know this to be true because I've been living this for the last several years. 
My life has dramatically changed. My relationships have only grown and blossomed into beautiful things. My career continually surprises me. I have opportunities coming to me out of the woodworks because I choose to care for me first, because I am selfish first. I'm selfish in making sure that my foundation has no cracks. It's the best thing you can do for yourself. And if for you, it's only, you have only been doing it once a week, if for you, you've only been doing it once a month, then my God, give yourself this gift. Make yourself a priority and do it every day. Don't give me the excuse that you don't have time because that's just a belief that you're choosing to believe. Make time for yourself and to make yourself a priority. And for the last one, for this part two of 40 lessons in 40 years, number 22, we are always guided and we are always supported. My mission in life, my true calling is to connect you back to that love and support that's always here and always available to you. We're always guided. We're always supported. And when you make time for yourself and when you prioritize yourself and when you make time to get quiet, when you're laying your solid foundations and you're creating rituals, you tap into that guidance. You allow yourself to be open to receive that guidance. You allow yourself the space to hear the answers that your soul is telling you. And you're always supported. Even if it doesn't feel like it, you are. Again, I am here if you need that reminder. And I'd love to support you. I'd love to support you on your journey. I'd love to support you in your business. However you need support, it's up to you to ask for that. It's up to you to believe enough in yourself that by getting support, you're doing yourself the biggest favor. You're giving yourself the biggest gift that you can. So I invite you to reach out to me. Shoot me a message over on Instagram at the Chelsea Holden. I'll put the link in the show notes. And until next time, part three for 40 lessons in 40 years, I'm sending you so much love and so much light and so much support. Adios. Awesome. That was so much fun. I don't know about you, but I had such a blast. 
Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Cup of Chelsea. And I am so freaking thankful that you're here and that you've decided to spend this time with me and listen in. I know you've got a lot of choices out there. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. If this episode resonated with you, or if you know it would be a great listen for somebody else, please don't keep me a secret. Be sure to share it, take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, use the hashtag CuppaChels, that's C-U-P-P-A-C-H-E-L-S, and also subscribe so you can always get the latest episode directly. And then if you're feeling up for it, leave me a review. I'm so grateful. Love and light. Adios.